<laughs> How's it going, Mike? Good, man. How was, uh, how was Aspen? Oh, that's right. I never talked about Aspen. Aspen. <laughs> I always think of Dumb and Dumber. That's all I think about, because uh, I am the dumbest person in Aspen, typically. <laughs> So Aspen- I think in that situation, Emma's dumb, you're dumber. <laughs> <laughs> we went to, uh, we stayed up in Snowmass. Have you ever been to Snowmass? No. no, I'm poor. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, it's the it's where the people who are more rich ski, right? So the tourists go to Aspen, and the super rich they they go up to uh, Snowmass Village, and they 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 hang up there. It's a, like a private mm. community. And they're like literally looking down on the other people. They are quite literally looking down on everybody yeah. else. And so Emma's dad, who's a lawyer, a real estate lawyer in Baltimore, he has a friend or a, let's say business associate that he's known for his whole business career uh, who is super wealthy and owns a house in Snowmass Village. And when wow. I say a house, it's a freaking... It's a it's a big home. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a multi level. I don't want to say mansion because it doesn't have like wings. However, Emma and I we stayed in the guest house, which is nicer than any apartment we've ever lived in in our entire lives. Bigger, nicer, the nicer bathroom. You know, bathroom with like sounds about right. You know, it's got the stone walls and that like uh doesn't have tile for the floor, but it has like actual like little pebbles in the ground Ooh, and they're yeah, soft like and the, oh man, is it heated? everything's heated oh yeah it's, it's heated, oh yeah, man yeah, and yeah. it's got that giant like elephant sized shower head that hangs from the uh, ceiling and just yeah. like just this, like like straight from seinfeld yeah <laughs> oh yeah dude it's, it, but it's like raining on you so like gent gent it's like gentle but like hard at the same time it's the best shower of your oh, life yeah. and the guest house that we stayed in which we love to stay in typically because we get our own uh, apartment basically and we could just smoke weed in there and hang out do whatever it's uh to get to the main house you cross the little pat, uh, mini patio area and there's a hot tub there nice yeah so we have access to this hot tub at any time it's <laughs> nice you don't have to go interact with the other people typically when we go it's emma myself uh her mom uh her mom and dad that's usually uh, uh, it and so we typically stay in the like guest suite room that's a part in like inside the house and it's a wonderful room the shower is even nicer the one that, than the one i described it has like a steam room setting where you can yeah, have your own like steam you know uh but this trip was unique apparently a few family members of emma's kind of invited themselves Ooh. in a way <laughs> so this was a special trip because Emma's grandma was going to be there, who she hasn't seen in like a year plus or so. She lives in Alabama, and so she hasn't had a chance to, you know, to hang out with her. So she was going to be there. It was really exciting. And then apparently Emma's uncle and his uh, wife, who they were separated, but now they're back together, and they're very dramatic people uh, they uh, apparently just decided to be there so em and i got kicked out of staying in the house and we had to basically stay in the guest uh house that was outside but we preferred to be there anyway so it was great <laughs> yeah. it was awesome yeah. you know because you know um like all family gatherings you know i mean it's it's pretty stressful for emma you know to be around that much family and so it's easy it's nice for us to be able to go and sneak out in the house and get high you know yeah for sure come back in and nothing's nothing's more frustrating than being with family man <laughs> no but fortunately we're staying at this like super fancy fucking awesome house man and uh it's got the hot tub and so uh emma's uncle was there and he has a complicated life he's a complicated dude he kind of had like uh i'm gonna say like um they describe it as a gay time in his life where he <laughs> <laughs> He likes to suck dick. All so right. yeah. where he lived in Aspen with this oh, yeah. friend of his, who's a lifetime friend of his. They were roommates in Aspen. They were both uh, actors at this theater company. And uh, they did ski stuff, and they lived he's together. Gay, dude. Yes. He's gay. Oh, he is. Oh, he's yes. Gay. Yeah, yeah. But he's married and uh, to yeah. a woman, and they have a complicated relationship. 
Yeah, because <laughs> he's gay. <laughs> and this dude, this this gentleman who's his lifetime friend, partner, um, he's a ski instructor in Aspen. They're both in their like late 50s, early 60s now. And they were all there. He was there. This guy was there. <laughs> The Here's, lover and the wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, like man. when I put in the notes, I'm gonna talk about Aspen. You think I was gonna come with no juice, man? Oh, How did it come out, dude? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Woo. Are you are you getting hot? I'm sweaty myself. I, is, I'm taking the sweatshirt. Off, I know. Jesus Am I in the steam right, room right now? Right. What's going on? Okay, so this is really getting hot. I man. know. Yeah. Lover. So. The lovers there. Is Will Smith there. <laughs> Will Smith was there. He slapped me three times. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> I couldn't stop looking at Jada. He's like smack, smack. Look at my woman, smack. The gay guy sla- slapped Jada, said he can. He has to be the most beautiful bald one. You know? <laughs> so. The, so the lover and the wife. Oh yeah, the, and and the nature the of their relationship is no secret to anybody there except for the grandma. Okay. <laughs> so everybody knows he's gay, and nobody right. talks about it. And the people who are gay and involved don't know. We all know. Like we're oh, we're up. Wow. The jig is up. We're on to their little scheme here. You know, we know. Okay. But so, they're acting like it's cool. Oh yeah. So here's so we're gonna go skiing right on Saturday, and it's Friday night. We have this dinner. <laughs> we're hanging out, and, and we're having drinks. We always drink a ton when we're there. It's just when you're in this place, you just feel like drinking. You're hanging out. You got the hot tub. You know, it's just a fun. It's a fun atmosphere. Yeah. And we're all ha- working. Yeah, and we're all hanging out. I get along really well with Emma's parents. You know, and it was, it's a really fun time. And uh, we're all chatting. All of us in this main room. There's a there's this giant stone area where the tv is this giant flat screen we got one of the games going on there's a fire raging and behind us right uh in this room there's like 10 gigantic uh you know 10 foot by 10 foot windows that just all you see is just the mountains with the moon (laughs) shining on it gorgeous dude really great scene wonderful spot like that pic that colorado picturesque totally literally it's the colorado image you think of and we're all hanging out except for uh emma's uncle and his his lover they're off to the side in the other room and they're trying on ski boots shut the fuck up (laughs) for two hours dude two hours and and then like her uncle would like <laughs> get, no get in the boots and like pose and walk around and he'd be like, I don't know, I don't think this is fitting right. He's like, Okay, let's try these <laughs> on now. And they had like Dude, we all, all of us oh emma's dad he has a lifetime friend, like a friend who grew up in his street was there, right? All of us yeah. so <laughs> about the next day when we're all skiing, we're all like talking about it. Like when we're skiing. Holy shit, man. Like, when there's a big elephant in the room, as soon as you leave we, that room, you're sk- talking about that elephant. <laughs> we skied for a couple hours, then we stopped at this watering hole that we all love to go to, and we're grab, we grab our beers, and we all sit down finally at this table, and there's like this kind of momentary silence, and Emma's dad's friend, his lifetime friend, goes, uh, hey, so what was going on with uh, those guys in the boots last night? <laughs> Nobody, when it happened, when it was going on all night, everyone went to bed. Nobody said anything about this. Nobody and then we all like got together. Jesus. We went to the, you know, the ski lodge. You know that you guy got, thought about oh, this all shit day, all day, dude. That motherfucker couldn't sleep. Couldn't like, coming up with shit in his head. Like, what were they doing? I swear to God, that guy introduced me to his wife, and she's here. <laughs> I watched those two guys flirt for two hours. What's going on? I gotta ask. <laughs> but the best part is when we started skiing, the the uncle and the lifetime, uh, you know, lover, they were skiing together, dude. They were like skiing. No. Yes, they were riding on the lifts together. And then the four of us, Emma, myself, her dad, and his friend, we were we were on our own lift the whole time. Oh, then we, no, it was so dude. fucking funny, dude. It, I was just. And where was the wife? 
she Skiing stayed back. With, all the women stay back, basically, and hang uh, out at the house. Okay. You know, yeah, they they don't like to go skiing. And Emma's dad, Emma's been skiing her whole life, so she's oh, very wow. good. And Emma's dad and this guy, uh, they're he's a professional skier, and Emma's dad has been skiing his whole life. So is uh, Emma's uncle, and so it was it was a tough day for me. I had to keep up with these guys. I was just, gonna say, yeah, damn, dude. Oh, I keep up, man. And Emma's dad, like every you were time, doing uh, pizza the whole way down, huh? <laughs> oh no way dude i get so many compliments on my turns and everything they love oh, yeah? oh dude emma's dad is always proud of me he looks like a, a proud father almost when he sees me going down when we're with all his like old friends and stuff that go skiing with us and it it you know i'm a total amateur and i you know when people ask me like oh where'd you learn how to ski and i always say like i you know I've just learned. I don't know. Like, I, I know how to play <laughs> sports. I gr- I grew up surviving on the playground, you know. And when you do that, you yeah. figure out your sport real real quickly, and you you adapt. And you know that's that's how you play sports. And skiing is a sport, and you just kind of rely on old skill sets and different muscle memory that you might have. I played hockey for a little while, you know, so I had some yeah, of that technique shit. down. Yeah, same stuff. And look, you just have to be willing to fall and get back up, and you know, laugh it off. You know, that's really, that's really all a trial and error. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah. it was a fun time. The, uh, the wife lover, we just separated, but now we're back. Uh, here we are. Oh, Mike, man, it was, God damn. it was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and you're right. The, the friend, he waited, uh, man, must've been like 12 and a half, 13, 14 hours <laughs> to like finally get it off his chest. You know, <laughs> like, what was is anyone else going to talk about what was going on there? <laughs> and I'm talking like, you know, posing and walking, like uh, almost like two chicks trying on high heels. You know, it had the same vibe to it. And nobody says anything. No, we were all congregated in this, like I said, it was this very mm. lively, well-lit, social area with lots of places to stand and sit there's a bar there's a tv with the, the basketball game on the fires there's just so much going on you could look at the scenery we were all hanging out and talking except for these two gay guys they were hanging out in the corner trying on <laughs> boots together for two hours dude. Boots, it was so man. nuts dude and it was just oh, crazy man. and the dialogue coming out of it there, there were so many times where people everyone would catch each other being like oh wait well what'd you say because they were clearly listening to these these gay dudes yeah. in the corner <laughs> flirting with each other like what's going on over there i gotta eavesdrop i gotta know this is gonna be this is gonna be juicy stuff i can't wait to talk about this tomorrow and we did and we did we, we laughed we had hearty hearty laughs to all, all of this it, it was just so crazy because understand these two guys they they still hail from that time frame where you know you're not open about this and right. you're kind of you know you're keeping this private and I actually think they like it private, like most people do. I don't go out there talking about my sexual preferences or what my girlfriend and I do uh, privately. It, it's just none you, of... You don't go to the uh, heterosexual pride parade? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the heterosexual pride parade would be called gluttony, I feel like, because uh, people who are like in relationships just like you know settle down, they eat, they, you know, they like, get a little thick. <laughs> it would be a very slow moving yeah, parade. Yeah, 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 very slow moving parade. A lot of stops. You know, there's a lot of dancing at the gay parade because those guys hit the gym. That's you know, right. They the time. They're in yeah. shape. The the yeah, the gluttony right. straight parade that you know they stop at the food. There's a reason and... nobody believes Tim Dillon's gay. He has the very <laughs> heterosexual look. Does know? does he get flack for that? Is that something he gets? Like um, nobody believes him. Nah, I mean, I'm sure the guys whose dick he's sucking believe him. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I still say that the jury's out on that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's still out. No, it's just really funny. <laughs> well, speaking of juries, there's one heading uh, for Hunter Biden pretty soon. Oh yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the deep go dive? From one ferry to another. Let's go. 
What's up? I clipped this uh, before I went up to Aspen, so um, I'm not sure how long it is. We can cut it off at any point. It's just the uh, kind of a rundown, I believe, of the Hunter Biden fiasco and where we are and where it's gotten today. So uh, I felt like um, I'm not actually too. I've kind of dipped in and out of it, so I'm not fully aware of what this, what's going on with it because of the tax stuff that's involved now. And there's now a guy who's claiming the original guy who provided the laptop. He's now claiming claiming he has like what uh, hundreds of gigs of. Yeah, it was like 450 gigs of more, yeah. more pictures of him smoking like crack, videos, and yeah. doing, um, you know, doing coke with Molly Obama. So, uh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I, I clipped really this a few years ago. I, I do, I do. Yeah, I think that's why Bi- uh, Obama does not like um, Biden anymore. That's why he's shunning him. Yeah, I can't believe your kid fucked my daughter. Yeah, now I fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck your vice president. Hunter Biden deep dive. Well, the whistleblower yeah, who shared Hunter Biden's laptop from hell with the media says he has a lot more. To- this is Sky News. We got this clip, I believe, from one of our producers, Cousin Frank. Thank you, Cousin Frank. Uh, and uh, I, I, it's got some funky music on it. I really like it. It really kind of gets you. I love yeah. Sky. Uh, yeah. Sky, <laughs> Sky News clips. They- Australia. Well, oh, good. No, no, they add just a lot of, you know, drama to it with the music. I love, it. I love it. Yeah, they really play it up. I love Sky News, man. Alaskans, you guys are on top of it. You're like what America used to be. <laughs> yeah, Sky News. news. Hunter Biden. To share, Jack Maxey spoke exclusively to the Daily Mail and claimed he and his colleagues have around 450 gigabytes of deleted material, which includes yeah, 450 gigs. Sorry, I was a little off with my hundred. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of crack pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, how many prostitutes did you fuck? You know, come on, man. <laughs> Includes 80,000 images and videos and more than 120,000 archived emails from the president's son. Maxi said he intends to publish them to an online database and because of this he has fled from the United States to Switzerland out of fear the Biden administration will retaliate against him. Jack Maxi is the whistleblower who had his hands on Hunter Biden's damning laptop. Did they say Biden administration? Or did they mean Clinton family? Because <laughs> I was gonna say you don't gotta worry about these guys. Okay, these got guys stumbles and Parmesan cheese. These guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, yeah, you're right. They're the dumber Clintons. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That has plagued the Democrats since the 2020 election. In order for Jack Maxey to release what he found, he started to post documents and emails on a file-sharing site in October 2020, a month before the election between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Within an hour, the files were taken down by what he assumed was the US government working to destroy any of Hunter's personal activity being shared. Hunter Biden's laptop has been the source of speculation since October 2020, after he abandoned it at a computer repair shop in Delaware in 2019. <laughs> so stupid story. It's still so, what the fuck, it's man? It's so dumb. It has to be true. <laughs> I mean, he you lost. Know? He lost like two laptops, and then the daughter <laughs> loses a diary. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Stop man. writing shit down. And Stop collecting evidence. <laughs> Stop collecting evidence. The diary, too. When is that going to hit the scene? That's going to be... Maybe that will be uh, the kill shot on the presidency. Yeah. That's a nasty one. That one's bad. Well, it's why the raid happened. That was the raid on Project Veritas. It literally happened for that Biden daughter diary. Which, that alone, that should be impeachment right there. Well, it allegedly depicts or describes events in which you could argue Joe Biden was sexually inappropriate with his own daughter so that's hot stuff (laughs) let's just say uh according to new laws what he did with his daughter would be illegal in florida probably legal in california (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably definitely legal in california yeah (laughs) that's where we're at now joe biden would just have to slap on some lipstick and it would just be called lesbianism i think is But dude, it, it's the it's gross. The diary's gross, and if it's fucking real, I mean, and I, I have to think it is. If you're sicking the FBI to raid uh, 
the people who run Project Veritas. You must find some credibility in that diary. Yeah, that's where you lose all deniability, bro. Because if you have something that's not real, I'm not sending the FBI in there, you know? Like, it's obviously real, and it's obviously very damning. And hey, maybe maybe the diary's so bad that that's what they really want to hide, and they're like, here, just let out the Biden laptop stuff to cover up the diary. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Maybe Oh, that's why they're letting everything out now. Let's sacrifice Hunter... You know, he's, you know. he's a crackhead anyways. Let's, yeah, that's, that's right. Let's just give him up. Give him to the wolves. They'll eat him. They'll destroy him. And then they'll totally distract from this other way darker, way uh, worse story, which is out there. It's out there, man. And it's it's yeah. waiting to come out. You know, you were called a crazy crackpot conspiracy theorist if you talked about Hunter Biden's laptop one year ago, and now the New York Times is saying, yep, it's real and everything on there is real. So the same thing is true with the diary. You were called a crackpot conspiracy theorist, and many many people out there didn't even hear about the diary. So look, we're, what, five, six months away from people saying, yeah, that diary? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, yeah, I really think... You think that'll come out after the mid? That's got to be after the mid. Oh, they'll let the John track. Stewart do a segment on how it's okay to sniff your daughter's <laughs> hair, and you know, and then <laughs> they'll bring some other guy on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring some other guy and call him a racist and distract from everybody uh, from this thing, and you know. <laughs> he'll he'll tell us why joe biden raping his daughter is just another example of uh white supremacy in america you know they'll just they always bring out john stewart he makes everything everything okay that's what happens yes that's uh he's the link the owner of the repair shop made a copy of the hard drive before handing the laptop over to the fbi which he later gave to rudy giuliani's lawyer robert costello Rudy Giuliani then released the files to the New York Post, who infamously broke the story in October 2020, only to be ignored by many in the media and politics, while social media websites suppressed the news. The Biden camp claimed all reports about the emails were merely Russian disinformation, (laughs) citing a consortium of intelligence officials. Twitter shut down the New York Post account for 16 days and locked users who tried to share the newspaper's story. There you go. The there social go. media Same. giant claimed it that needed to take such measures part. in order to have the time. That's why Elon wants to run it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that is literally the most insane part of the whole story. Obviously, the rich kid from, you know, the vice president's son does crack. You know, that's what you expect all that shit to happen. Definitely but not the, the first that- guy. Son, no, you know, take, it, taking money from federal, uh, from foreign governments, and no, everybody's doing it. Absolutely, right? <laughs> the fact that Twitter banned you from even talking about it, you got, <clears throat> you know, you weren't even allowed to mention it. Is that is the craziest part of the whole story? The forty-fifth president of the United States is still banned from Twitter. <laughs> I, I think that alone is just total it's insanity. It yeah. really blows my mind. And again, Twitter, like it or not, Twitter is the news wire of the modern era. You know, it's where news information happens. And Stacey Abrams is on there, still talking about how her election was fucking real. Mike, you're talking about governor Stacey Abrams? Yeah, the the real governor of Georgia? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The governor of Earth? The one... Are the president? They made her president of Earth. The bitch can't even say Earth. She says Earth. You talk, you're referencing the Star Trek episode she did, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Where she Trek. was president of Earth. Yes. Of Earth. Yeah. The, the people of Earth. Get this bitch off the screen. Do you believe in our lifetime, Earth will replace Earth? As the dictionary, Webster Dictionary. Uh, I think it's already there. Do you think we're Earth. there? Earth? Yeah. <laughs> With an yeah, F? If, or, once they <laughs> made her the president. Ooh, now that will be... Earth. See, I thought it would be two Fs. Because <laughs> there's an emphasis on the you know, Earth. <laughs> and it makes it so much more <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love it. It's like, Earth? Isn't enough. You gotta get the the second F in there to really the emphasis f- on the Earth. An extra f- <laughs> Earth. 
Well, Earth with one F, that's another planet on a different galaxy. This is Earth. Also, <laughs> it's Earth. It's Earth. <laughs> yeah, Earth is the one F, I think. Earth is the two F. Yeah, Earth. yeah, yeah, you do. We're a little more urban on, we're a little more urban on Earth, you <laughs> <That's> know? <right. laughs> and, you know, the PHF, you know, sound, I think that's a little complicated spelling-wise for most people. So I think... It just seems a little white supremacy to me. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Seems a little white supremacy. I, I don't know. There's no, I just don't like it. There's a white. Like there's a clear white bias in using pH for, for an yeah, F yeah, sound. Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminds me too much of the Stephen with the pH. Like it's clearly a white, a white thing. You know, white and Asian thing. I don't like it. What's more douchey, Stephen with a pH or Stephen with an F? Because Stephen with an F sometimes could be Stefan. Is there a Stephen with an F? No, that's Stefan. <laughs> Is it always Stefan? Right? Well, what about Stefan? Like Stefan Curry. The PH is Steven. <laughs> All right. Well, then how come Steve isn't... <laughs> Steve's... S-T-E-P-H? Yeah, with maybe an E at the end. <laughs> Steve. Well, then you might as well put the N. <laughs> then it's Steve, right? Steve. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get back to Earth. Time to Earth. back to the story. In the last few weeks, Hunter Biden's laptop has gained serious momentum in the media. After 17 months, the New York Times confirmed the emails found were authentic, prompting liberal media to finally report on Joe Biden's son. Last week, the Washington... Isn't that interesting how she phrases that too? The yeah. New York Times had to admit that they have evidence of another crime based off of the evidence from this laptop, therefore admitting the existence of the laptop, which people, which they described earlier, were banned from Twitter from discussing. <laughs> like they had to admit. Yeah, that's what. And then she said, she followed that with, this all prompted then the rest of the news media to finally admit, not, not even that this influenced the election. You still can't talk, you still can't talk about that, but you... <clears throat> She's just saying that they're now just admitting that this thing exists. It's so... F they, they can't... Yeah, it's fucked up, It's man. blowing my mind. They literally can't bring themselves to say, look, we admit it. We suppressed this story right before the election because this would have influenced the election in a dramatic way. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just admit? Like, admit you listen it. to anything? Do you it. listen to anything on the Daily Wire? It always they always say, or it's on every article. We're a, a conservative media outlet. Right? Yes, they, yes. They're they they're upfront about it. They won't argue it. <laughs> you know, we are a conservative media. Outlet. Why not just admit CNN that you are a, you know, you're the liberal media. Mike, first Brian Stelter needs to eat lunch. Then we could start <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking so, about whether or not his coverage is biased in some sort of a way. First, he's got to get the he's got to get the breadcrumbs off his chins, and then he has to, you know. Uh, please, please, somebody get him a lunch. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, he, looks, he looks like he's losing weight. We need answers, and Stelter needs a lunch. Let's move quickly here, people. <laughs> Get this man a ham on the bone. I imagine when he eats lunch, it's that giant ham on the bone, or you know, like a like the Flintstones. Yeah, uh, exactly. Or like a, a yeah, turkey yeah. leg the size of his face, you know, and like he just like <laughs> the Rod Swanson man, the turkey you know, leg wrapped in bacon. And then he just he sticks it down his guzzard, you know, and then pulls it out, and just the bone is left, like on the cartoons. That's how I think. That's how I believe Brian Stelter eats his lunch, and then. Then he wipes the grease off his chins, and then he, and, and then he answers whatever question you ask, except except of course whether or not he works for a uh, state media biased organization that is supportive the of regime. the Biden administration. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, you can't ask that. That's that's cockamamie. That's crazy. That's malarkey. Come on. Now back to those crazy crackpots over at Fox News, right? Come on. Oh, it's beautiful. So this, we didn't even yeah. talk about the kid. Uh, he was interviewed on Tucker Carlson, actually, about it. And um, a smart kid. 
We need. Yeah. I hope there's more kids out there like that. It actually gave me kind of some confidence for the future of America. I like that we have people out there like Kyle Rittenhouse, and the, I, I. We should learn the name of this guy. I can't. And he's part of this uh, young Republican organization out of Chicago, by the way, Mike. Yeah. No, I was. I was waiting for dude. I was he's gonna a, say he's a homeboy. <laughs> there's a lot of. Um, I think you're starting to see a pushback. There, there's a and youth movement in, in the conservative sphere. There's no doubt about right. that. And and the 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 movement of like the that far left, they're tr- they're shrinking, dude. I saw a <laughs> protest in Chicago the other day. Yeah, it was four people. <laughs> like, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, look, people on look at the youth difference. The youth of the the conservative side. You've got this kid from this Republican Chicago group. Uh, um, he's a freshman, right? And he's uh smart you know he's um articulate he knows what he's saying he has a valid argument he literally starts off his argument you know uh stating the fact about many different instances of these guys being liars or accusing other institutions of lying and then he goes on hunter or on a tucker carlson and he he literally gives a great interview and Man, like I said, more of this kid, more of Kyle Rittenhouse. Look at the left youth that they they have. They got, you know, um, Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, wearing a dress and lipstick, you know, and like... Are you who, serious? Yeah. Who, who are the spokes... Who are the youth spokespeople of the left? You know, Billie Eilish, you know, with the blue hair and stuff like... Like, I think people are, on the left, their youth spokespeople are really confused looking, and they're like emotionally wrapped up in these fringe you know uh bumper sticker ideas that really have no uh backing to it you know when you're supporting bumper sticker concepts which honestly the whole lgbt plus community thing you know their whole thing is bumper (laughs) sticker uh stuff but when you really try to attack it or talk about it you know there's no argument you're just a racist or a bigot or you're a homophobe right it, it resorts to name calling. If every argument results to name calling, you have no argument. That's yes, and right. that's the left. And then you got these young people on the right who are standing up to people on the left and saying, "Hey, you know, uh, you accuse these people of being liars, but here is an instance A, B, C, and D where you were a liar. Uh, what do you have to say for yeah. yourself in lying all the time?" Oh, uh, I don't know what channel you're watching. Ha ha ha! When is it lunchtime? <laughs> you know, like, am I the only one sweating here? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man! Have an answer. No, no, I'm hungry for lunch. <laughs> like, it's just the left. The left is disgusting. And then you know, you got the Megan Rapinoe's and all these other people on the left. They, you know, the, the left is insane, and the right is producing really bright young um passionate patriots people who really believe in this country in the constitution and a lot of these people um you know i'm sure this kid now he's probably just gotten caught a firestorm on twitter and facebook and everything for for what he's done you know he's now in the national spotlight and so who knows what people on the left are going to say about this kid and that's the truth you know, we have to support Greta Thunberg, but we can't support a guy like this for calling yeah, calling he, out he, Brian he Stelter. Think the right way. No, I'm telling you, I think there's a big push. I couldn't believe that 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 whole thing happened. In, that was in Chicago. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, uh, I yeah, can't believe you big... weren't there dressed as Porky the Pig to make fun of Brian Stelter. <laughs> 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 I missed opportunity. Could have filmed it for the uh, podcast, dude. Let's continue down this Hunter Biden uh, whack, uh, whack job road oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post published an article that reported Hunter Biden received millions of dollars from a Chinese energy company despite having no qualifications for the role. US pres- so now we're entering Chinese influence territory. If you want to know why what the Chinese... What happened to Ukraine? <laughs> Mike, look at that. Come on. There's just so oh, much corruption. Okay. There's only so much time. Oh, okay. President Joe Biden has denied any knowledge of his son's business dealings and has also denied his son made money in China, a claim that documents have disproved. Late last week, GOP reps wrote to the White House demanding it hand over documents on Hunter Biden's foreign dealings no later than April 14. 
The documents Republicans have asked for are anything referring or relating the Biden family to Russia or Ukraine from January 2021 to present. A list of past and ongoing foreign business interests and ongoing foreign relations for members of the Biden family. All documents and communication relating to Hunter Biden's artwork and all policies and procedures in place to ensure the Biden family does not profit off the presidency of Joe Biden. Republicans are also planning to an oversight investigation into Hunter after the US midterm elections. It's our boy Rand Paul. The House Oversight Committee is going to be all over Hunter Biden, Republican James Comer said. We're going to focus on Hunter Biden not for political reasons, but because we feel he's a national security threat. Whew. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. So is yeah, Joe. Biden. Well, they're. You, you, no, I Joe's think he's the gonna, big guy, man. He's going to pardon him. Like, remember all that talk about Trump pardon? Man, like hold on. I have a sound himself. effect for that that you won't hear. There it is. The P <laughs> word. You, were, you nailed it. You nailed it. That's exactly where I was leaning with all of this. Remember all that? Dude, remember we always talk about projection and everything they accused the Trump of that's what they're going to be guilty of. Like, yes, they said he was going to pardon himself. And now Biden is going to pardon himself and his son. I think Biden pardons hunt Hunter Kamala pardons Biden. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's even better. Kamala is yeah. part oh, of a deal that nobody knows about. I, you know, I go back to this all the time, man, but, uh, Politics only recently have been kind of hyper-focused on by um, a larger majority of people. You know what I mean? Like, only in the recent years. But you know me, yeah. and you and I have been kind of talking about this shit for a long time and following it. And our our mom is hyper-political, so we always had to be ready to combat her on a lot of topics. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just always been very aware of a lot of stuff because of it. And, you know, I, I've never seen politics like this before where so mainstream well i've just never seen so many deals in the open like yeah nancy pelosi i uh here's nancy pelosi yeah. doing insider dealing with her husband what are you gonna do about it huh nothing because we own the media yeah. that's literally the yeah, attitude right. you you bring it up all the time it's the lion sleeping in the serengeti they're they got <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, to Newsom. worry about and look yep. <clears throat> Watch politics for a little while, and you realize, oh, Kamala Harris dropping out of that primary race was fucking bizarre. It was really weird. It was a political... I mean, her polling numbers were terrible. Yes, but there just made no sense for her to drop out other than there was a deal made. She, Her staying yeah. in there would have sabotaged other players. That's the well, point. Well, we've been saying it since the election that she, she's gonna... He's not going the whole term. She's gonna be president. Well, the political memory of the country is very, it's goldfish memory, and what happened during those primaries, what everyone forgets is Bernie Sanders was crushing everybody in that primary, <laughs> literally crushing, and the media, I'm not kidding, you, at that time, you turn on CNN, they were just, man, stroking Buttigieg's dong nonstop. Yeah, they that. wanted Buttigieg. And it just the it just wasn't gonna happen, dude. The country was I don't not. Know what you all know. that love? What was all that love for Buddha Judge? I'll just I remember it distinctly because there was like a seven to ten day period where everything was Buddha Judge, and I I just by consuming the news media, I knew so much about Pete Buddha Judge's life. I still know it, man. You in South Bend, Indiana, speaks seven languages. Was in the <laughs> Navy. He's gay he breastfeeds his children <laughs> twice a day he's, he, he's apparently a gay man who lactates you know i don't know i know he needed maternity leave well yeah i assume he needed his maternity leave to breastfeed his newborn children that's the only thing i could assume and there's no other reason and why else would he be in lying in that hospital bed <laughs> right with his his other with his husband right two newborns yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> Not gay people having kids, but the, the pictures. Well, you know, they love they love those optics, Mike. They're all about the yeah. optics. They're failing miserably. Yeah, and man, they hid this Hunter thing for a long time. And, I mean, that's a wild, again, Sky News, really good stuff, you know. 
They're, they yeah, always I'm bring so, it. so what do you think is going to happen of all this? You just think pardons down down the chain? Yeah, like I said, I again, you think this will, uh, this is what's going to take Biden out of office? Yeah, I think this is the, okay, let's get rid of Biden and then Kamala pardons. And like I was alluding to earlier, there was a deal made. It was super bizarre what happened in the primaries. It doesn't make sense that she dropped out. It really just doesn't at the time. It made sense down the road that she would drop out. But there's just, in the primaries, there's a game happening. And there's a strategy. And you keep playing in order to help another candidate strategize around another. That's just how the primaries work. And Kamala dropped out at a strategically bizarre time. It just made no sense other than she was cut a deal. And what's the deal? Well, we're going to we're going to get we need to get uh <laughs> Sanders out. They had to get Sanders out, man. He yeah. was he was a populist. He was running on the left version of what Trump was running on. <clears throat> Which by the way, dude, run Bernie Sanders back then, I think he beats Trump, honestly. I I yeah. I think you don't even have to cheat on that election. I never understood why they didn't just run Sanders as a puppet. You could easily run a puppet no matter who they are or what they believe. Sure, run him on his kookamimi fucking, you know, communist ideas and socialist concepts, but we're going to stick in this ultra hardcore, you know, we'll put Hillary Clinton as the VP. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, could you imagine? Dude, I think people, they're like, how many hippies' heads would just explode with that ticket? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. But... No, I think people loved Hillary, actually. She she got a lot of votes, you know. I just She's think. Not, she was uh, yeah. I think Trump was just very effective at selling the idea I'm against the system, and this lady is the system. And she is, yeah, man. Literally. And that was his sell. It, she's the swamp, you know. So is Biden. Yeah, I know he's been there for, forever, dude. Forever. He's he's the swamp thing. He, he's the fucking... Yeah, he's the water. <laughs> you know? That's how fucking old he is. This, the Hunter Biden yeah. stuff is really wacky. And I do think it's going to take out Biden. Kamala, she cut the deal back in the primaries. She'll get the presidency. And who then moves into VP there, Mike? It's got to be Buddha Judge. Is that or how it works? Man. I thought it's the uh, Speaker of the House, isn't it, Nancy? No, no. Uh, <laughs> what's her, what's her... <laughs> God, no. What, uh, the camel will get to a point of EP. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. I am El Stupido. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I might, I'm stupid, too. I might be wrong. I always thought there was a like a, su- a succession you know, that happens. but Yeah, that's for the presidency, though. Oh, okay. I don't think it works for the vice. Everyone president. doesn't move up the ladder. <laughs> I don't think, it, like, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I don't know though, because <clears throat> uh, after Kennedy was assassinated, didn't it became LBJ, and didn't he appoint the Maybe. vice president? It might be how it happened. Who was the vice president? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Before my time. Was it Nixon? (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, Gerald Ford had his uh, hands in a lot of stuff in politics back then, quietly. And then uh, he was then awarded the presidency, which is pretty interesting how that, you know, kind of shook out. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. um, I just think, like, that's how politics works. They cut deals and, you know. I don't know. I think that's what happened with Camel. That's why Camel's where she's at. All right, man, that's that's a terrible thought to see. And that's why we're getting the Hunter Biden story. And the Hunter Biden story covers up the diary story, which not even the people on the right want to talk about, I guess. But it's out there. And it hasn't been discredited or disproven, and the FBI raided Project Veritas. (laughs) So there's something going on there. It doesn't look good. Let's just say... (laughs) Doesn't look good for old uh, ponytail sniffing Joe Biden, you know. <laughs> ponytail Joe. <laughs> ponytail Joe. He loves it. He can't help himself. <laughs> PTJ. Ponytail sm- Joe. Smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
So, to close out the show, we got about 15, 20 minutes left here. So, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. Something uh, pretty here. historic happened here, Mike. I don't know if you're aware of this. But LeBron James and the Lakers are not going to be in the playoffs this year. Oh, say they so. Yes, sir. All that money for all those players. <laughs> yes, sir. They're going to no. miss. Yeah. Oh, they're garbage, man. They're like maybe one of the worst King, teams. They have King James. I, he hasn't even been playing the last few games. He's been out. Sitting. For what? Well, come on. It's LeBron. The hair plugs? You <laughs> <laughs> got more hair plugs and they haven't grown in yet? What happened? Uh, so the Lakers uh, cleared out all their draft picks and basically anything that they would have arsenal-wise to really build a team, and they kind of sold out and try- and brought in Russell Westbrook. And they have Anthony Davis, who's injured constantly. And then they have LeBron, who's almost 40. And (laughs) anyways, they have the oldest roster in the NBA, one of the oldest rosters. And they have one of the highest payrolls, and they have no more money left, and they have no prospects, they have no assets. The the organization is toast. Uh, Brian Windhorst, he's been uh, following LeBron his whole career. He came out recently and said that LeBron's career pattern is he spends four years with an organization and he exhausts the resources of that organization and then must leave by year four. That's how his career has worked. Wow. And it's it's true. He did four in Cleveland, four in Miami, four in Cleveland, four here in L.A. It's nuts. Wow. Is that because they spend all their money building around him? Yes. Or? Yeah, because LeBron comes in, and LeBron, a uh, joke in the internet world, um, is that LeBron is le, le GM. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can see it, right? Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he is. LeBron comes in, and he chats with the organization. He says, here I am. I'm LeBron. You paid all this money for me. Now you're going to pay all this money and sacrifice all these assets and trade assets and uh, draft picks, and you're going to build me the team I want. We're going to win a championship this year or next year. We're, we're doing it. And that's that's mm. his thing. And he did it, man. I mean, he, he won one in Cleveland. Like he promised, he won two in Miami. He won one in LA during the bubble season, but LeBron ultimately that it's really fascinating to me that, you know, is that what really what you would want for your organization? Because then the teams he leaves, he leaves them, you know, resource wise without any, almost like you're like almost guaranteed. I mean, you get the championship, but then you're fucked. And then LeBron goes to Chicago or wherever he's going to go to next, you know? Yeah. Well, Which, he's pretty much done. I don't think he's going to. You think he's going to go to another team? I predict he's going to the New York Knicks. Uh, really? You think he's going to try to do another? So he has stated emphatically that he his last season will be his son's first season in the NBA. Right. And When's I th- his son coming in the NBA? It's in a year or two, maybe. Maybe three. And... LeBron, uh, his ego is so enormous, man. That he will not stop playing. He he's going to Tom Brady this thing. He he will be playing when he can't jump anymore. You I know? think he's gonna go until he gets the sixth ring. That's exactly. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. he's obsessed. I don't think he'll ever. Yeah, he's absolutely obsessed with the Jordan comparison. I know. <laughs> yeah. I just you know he is. It's going to be. It has to kill you to because you know, like me and you are so far away from Michael Jordan. It doesn't matter, <laughs> right? Know? Right. But to be like number two, like you know, well, with that ego, you know, definitely. But dude, we grew up during those Jordan years, man. Wow, electric. He was so fun. Oh, he was just. He was. It was showtime, baby. He was just. It was fun to so watch. So spectacular. Yes. It was just awe inspiring. Every kid wanted yes. to be Michael Jordan, man. Like it was just. It, he was universal. My my, my my always my argument between the two of them is I don't even care about like the 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 stats. Michael Jordan was fun to fucking watch. 
LeBron is fun when he's winning. <laughs> right? Fucking crybaby. He's always crying. And then just, yeah, and then just a crybaby when he's not. Dude, Michael yes. Jordan, in those games when they were down 30 points, like, he would, um, those were amazing. Also, when Michael yeah. Jordan lost, he was fucking pissed. He was pissed yeah. off, man. And then he yeah, came he back crying. the next year and won. No. And the only time you saw Jordan yeah. cry was when he won. When he won it all. And he just had emotional, (laughs) just the emotions just explode out of him. Because the man was so fierce. He was so dedicated. He just had to win. He had to beat, not only beat you, but beat the crap out of you. You know, like that was, it was just a, Kobe Bryant was very similar. You know, just that, uh, just that intensity was uh, entertaining, man. We talked about it, you know. These sports, they're entertaining now. It's entertainment. It's WWE. It's all for commercials and yeah, making money. Well, yeah. shit, man. It doesn't. It didn't get more entertaining than Michael Jordan in his prime. Honestly, well, Michael Jordan didn't seem like that fake entertainment. You know, like LeBron, you you seem like a WWE. Yes, yes. You know, LeBron is very much so the Hulk Hogan of uh, you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of the NBA. Yeah. You know? I'd go with The Rock. Very similar in the yeah, yeah. Very woke. Yeah. Very quite woke. <laughs> very. Quite woke I, I see where you're headed with that one i know very what you woke did. very sensitive yes yeah. very yes crybaby woke yes definitely yeah. well yeah. i got a clip here this is Stephen a smith and this is um the guys at espn the, with the ph okay okay i see where we're going actually uh i believe it's an hp oh what i don't know i made that up it might be a typo yeah. <laughs> i thought i was dyslexic there Hey, you know, I'm rolling with HP. If I'm wrong, I might be wrong. But it's Stephen? <laughs> yeah, it looked it loaded as Stephen A. Smith, but H before the P. And hey, look, I don't discredit it. I've seen some names in my day, all right? So but uh here's yeah, Stephen A. Smith, and he's talking about the legacy of LeBron James um at this point and kind of how it compares on the let's say GOAT scale or whatever. This is the worst season of LeBron James' career. Because <laughs> I'm not talking about his numbers, and I'm not talking about what he did as a player. I'm talking about what he's a part of. The GOAT conversation is officially over. It was never there for me. It was always Michael Jordan first, LeBron second. There it is. But if ever there was any doubt, this cemented the fact that LeBron James cannot be considered to go. That conversation is over. And you know why it's over? Because LeBron James was on the Lakers averaging 29, 30 points a game, and this still happened. If he was injured and missed games and he was playing hobbled and we looked at him and he's averaging 16 or 17, you know what? You can get away with that. We could look at him and say, damn, he was really hurt. He just wasn't healthy. Oh, no, 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 You were good enough to average 29 a game. How come you weren't good enough to get your troops in order so you could be a respectable team? This is a man that spoke out and said he was against the playing. Now you ain't even make the play. (laughs) Okay, the New Orleans Pelicans, without Zion Williamson, and the San Antonio Spurs, years removed from the retirement of Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker, nowhere close to 500, they are going to the playoffs ahead of a team <laughs> led by LeBron James. Yeah. Damn. The Pelicans? This is... Yeah. Damn. That's a Stephen A. Smith rant right there. So Yeah, he's got a point, man. I mean, yeah, he's got a point. Pretty crazy. Michael Jordan stayed in Chicago for six years. And... Yeah. Oh no, Jordan was, was there for was, almost the his whole career, and then he finished oh, off yeah, in the Wizards tw- after his like, like second retirement or whatever. LeBron, uh, like I said earlier, he switches teams every four years, exhausts that organization's resources, meaning he's buying talent to come and win with him, rather right. than showing up to an organization and building a building the team and, and winning one naturally, you know. So that's what they say. I mean, Jordan during those six, that's what I meant is those six years that they won. Oh, right. It wasn't right. like, it wasn't like the same guys. You know what I mean? Like, the, and he, he built that team up, but then there was also guys go, coming in and going out during those six years. 
I don't know. LeBron, it seems like you can only win with a very specific few people. Right? Oh, dude, LeBron needs to buy the talent to win. Jordan just yeah. built a team and won and carried it on his shoulders if they he didn't know how want. to lead yeah. Them. yeah. So I just listen to the stories about Jordan. He was an asshole compared, you know, according to many of his teammates. Uh, Steve Kerr punched him in the face famously. <laughs> or wait, backwards. I think Jordan punched him in the face. I can't remember. Either way, there was some That's bad blood on those somebody. teams, man. <laughs> uh, that you was know. when men punched men. That's they right. Slap them like little bitches. That's right, dude. It, it really, like, I don't know. LeBron, I love the fact that this guy was on TV talking about how the goat conversation is over. And I love that it yeah. definitely is, man. You know, yeah, I, you can't compare. You can't compare. We rip on LeBron all the time. Hey, look, he's a great father and he's a really great role model. And I think a lot of the social programs that he sponsors and runs are commendable and respectable. And he seriously is just, a, he's an all around great guy. He's a great man. It, it really model. is. He really is. And, you know, Regardless of what he does on the side, secretly, on the you know on the public level, he really puts out a really kind of you know clean, great image, and I respect that. I really do. But on the basketball court, he's a fucking little bitch, man. I can't stand watching yeah. this guy cry out there all the time. And to be honest, his bitchiness and crybabiness over the years made people like me, who's a Bulls fan, like you know, like you, we cheered more and more against this guy. And every time he switched to a new new team, we cheered even more against him because he's just know, like, seriously. you know, oh, yeah. you're gonna buy your you way out of this point. one, bomb, you yeah. fucking loser. Good luck, dude. You know, you, you proved the point every time you had to fucking move. It's so to yeah. me, he just literally he had the opposite career arc than Jordan. Jordan got to a point where by 1998, when he's in that final game in that same series, right? He had the flu game or the hangover yeah, game, whatever you know. And then in that last yeah. game six, he makes the shot and he's exhausted and it's just he's and he, you know what I'm saying? Like that was it the was end just of a career. Beautiful, like, yeah. yeah. It was just a story arc. It was wonderful. Yeah, he got to, watch. to he got to the Bulls in the 80s, right? Like 86 yes, yeah, six or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think 85, yeah. maybe 84. And yeah, it was just a beautiful arc and it was a wonderful story and and he was the hero of that story and the world was cheering for this guy that was the beauty of jordan man he was here for so long he stayed at that one team the whole world knew chicago yeah and the bulls yes you know? the bulls were everywhere yeah. jordan was just massive man he was an international superstar and lebron you're no jordan dude and no. he literally, his Space Jam movie, which he won a Razzie for this year. <laughs> it's funny that this year he, he missed the playoffs and won a Razzie. Oh, it's a bad year for LeBron. He literally, he, he self-destructed his own goat story. You know, it's unbelievable. He, you know like, what? You always say it, man. You go woke, you go broke. Go broke. That's there you happened, go. Hey, You went woke. He went woke with all the fucking yeah. Black Lives Matter bullshit. Bad karma. <laughs> so, <clears throat> according to the Frank theory, I'm trying to think here. Uh, who had a disastrous year? Who's going to win the championship? For basketball? Yeah. Who do you think? We got to go off of a natural disaster. <laughs> the favorites are Phoenix and I would say also Golden State. And so they're in the same conference. So I do believe Golden State and Phoenix will face off in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Both are liberal have, places. They'll both get a lot of revenue. I still I'd think. I'd have to go Golden State, though, on that one just because bingo. of the COVID. I, 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 well, so you got Chris Paul and the Suns. You know me, I, f I like to follow the story arcs as well. They're, you know, it's all about the WWE-ness uh, WWE of it all, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, So yeah. there could be an element of Chris Paul winning it finally, but, you know, you never know. Uh, I also like the fact that, you know, uh, we owe Gavin Newsom some money for his dying state. 
So <laughs> they're probably going to bring him maybe in NBA Finals, maybe, probably, I think uh, California gets, uh, let's say, they got the Super Bowl this year, so that was a huge cash grab for them for all their yeah. uh, COVID stuff. I bet you California scores a World Series this year. Uh, oh, I can see that. I see uh, basketball-wise. I'm going to actually say you'll see like an Arizona and Milwaukee. Uh, And then I'm going to say you're also going to see a... uh, Again, I think we're still in the let's give all the money back to the Democratic cities kind of phase. So I think that's why, again, Tom, where was Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl? What happened there? Yeah, I know that's the that's unbelievable. Well, because yeah, Green Bay, was... Green Bay didn't play ball with COVID, but Milwaukee did, so Milwaukee won the NBA Finals. Oh, mm. see where I'm at with that? You think... Yeah, it's the city and the county that reaps all the financial benefits from these series. They get all that revenue. Uh, all these people from out of state are coming in. The reporters, everything, you know, it's all revenue. So that's you what owe I it believe. To the mayor, yeah, you owe, they played ball. Which exactly? Which governor? Which mayor? Who who is the who is the player? You know who who played? And and so I think that's kind of where the sports, uh, because I do think there's that element of rigging that goes on. So I think that's where it goes. You know, so. See, uh, Milwaukee kind of makes. It, I'm gonna go Golden State, man. Hey, and you know Chicago's owed something pretty soon. So I, I could see the Bulls getting something pretty soon. Not this year, maybe next year. And, uh, you know, New York. I think New York maybe gets a World Series this year. I mean, they're do something. I was going to say, I think they'll, oh, yeah. they'll, they'll I think the Yankees World Series. Yeah. Come on. Oh, oh, yeah. And I, I love your idea do. from earlier when we were talking how the Democrats absolutely need some sort of Katrina-esque hurricane super storm to sweep the East Coast. They could have that it's rock common. through, and then and then you know the comeback World Series Yankees they win it, and you know it's for New oh, York, and you know oh, it's, it's too perfect. Oh it's man, perfect. you know it, dude. And then you know Camelot goes out there and throws out the first pitch, the you first- know. <laughs> Fauci's alone the, in a dark God. room. <laughs> Tear I down the his cheek. takes off his mask. It's Fauci. It's Fauci. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> so, so what's your uh, COVID prediction? Do you think it's coming back or? Have you seen they're pushing it, man? I, have you noticed yeah. that all these Democrat leaders and people who work in the White House are getting COVID? As if, I, I seriously like, who's getting tested for it still? No, no, they're using that because it was like a party, I guess, and like sixty people got exposed and they tested positive. And now like, they're saying you, this is why we. Are you saying it was a super spreader? Super, yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Man, those haven't been in the news in so long. I almost, I kind of miss it, dude. Does that mean? Well, Frank, that's why we're starting to see him because we let our guard down, you know? (laughs) The virus never lets up, Frank. (laughs) Never lets up. Neither can I. (laughs) Now they're saying that, yeah, that's why now we gotta, we gotta slow back. We gotta go back to no more big gatherings. No. See, you know why? Because we need mail in voting. Otherwise, we can't win. Oh, that's the only way to cheat? That's all they yeah. have, dude. So we got to do the mail-in voting so we can't, you know, have these big... Yeah. It's a little crazy. Dude, all these Democrats, now some of them, it's like their fourth time getting COVID. Yo, I don't think your shots are working. Exactly. And I don't think your storyline makes sense to a lot of people now. You're the only ones getting COVID, and you're the only ones jabbed up the wazoo. No, you know, it doesn't. it's not a good sell. Well, now it's either the shots don't work, that's why you're getting sick, or you never got the shot. <laughs> yeah. Which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> it can be, be both. That's stupid or liar. Shot that wor- <laughs> I got the shot that works very good, but I also got COVID four times. That doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm a plumber, but I know enough about virology <laughs> you know? <laughs> to, to, to know that math doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't add up. And hey, man, I mean... Now everyone's got these fourth shots. It'll be interesting to see who gets COVID again. Maybe that's why they wanted to roll these out so they could have another wave and, you know, lock things mm. down again. But I don't think the lockdowns are popular, honestly. No, mm. there's no support. Nobody wants the masks. They're recommending masks indoors again. 
No, where? <laughs> yeah. Where? Everywhere? Nationally? In Chicago. Oh, I see. They're testing it in little spots, but it's just not a good yeah. sell. It's yeah, so over. Done. I thought they were lifting that's this done. shit for the planes like in a week or two. Yeah, you it's know? coming down. Everything's coming down. So you don't think it's coming back? You think they'll do a fall recurrence? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so too. Well, I think everyone Another who got wave. the fourth shot, they the fourth shot, they now have some sort of immune deficiency, and I think people are gonna get sick with you know common cold and flu, and just like they did this last run, they're gonna blame that as COVID some sort of weird variant. Fauci's going to have a nice little comeback. He might get another first pitch here and there. You know, we'll see. You know, he loves that first pitch. He loves it. He likes you to... read the Bible. Yeah. I always come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>